it's over. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve. <laughs> hey, we're live streaming today. We're live streaming today. Don't forget that. It's linked in the episode description here for on our audio side. Of course, on our YouTube channel, we're going live 515 trade deadline talk, reaction, live interaction with you guys. A whole bunch of fun coming regardless of what's going to happen, uh, which we're going to talk about here in a second. We have a preview, of course, for game two against the Tampa Bay Rays. We also need to talk about the... Jamer Candelario trade, some of the fallout from it, some of the fallout from some of the trades after yesterday uh, in consideration of the Yankees, how that might change the market. We're going to talk about market strategy now moving forward. First, Stacey, <laughs> I think this is the first time we've said it. I'm like 99.9% .9 sure. Yeah. Because we've been very reluctant to give up on this team. Yeah. And while still mathematically possible, the Yankees just have not come out of the all-star break in any semblance of what they were supposed to or even remotely close to what they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, th I, think, I think it's time. I think it's time to admit that this team is not built for a playoff run nope <laughs> it's not right like a like a run specifically like yeah can they right. can they still catch fire yeah they could sure. they totally could they don't have the offensive depth that we anticipated right like not they that could we thought they that could he, make yeah. it but they're they're not going anywhere once they make it. Like, you know, if it were a wild card situation where it were one game, they'd be shut down in that one game. <laughs> like you could see that happening. Um, oh God. And it's just annoying to think that that's what the organization was is aiming for right now, because if they wanted to actually do something to help this team, moves would have been made already. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that later, again, mm -hmm. later on in the show. There was a, a report from the New York Post and Joel Sherman, Stacy, that the Yankees are considering, this is before the game last night, mm. uh, <laughs> selling, quote-unquote selling, uh, Sevy, Bader, Peralta, IKF all on the table, which I think some of those guys could garner something back. Um, again, we're going to talk strategy a little bit later, but just your reaction to, to that bit of news. What would they be getting for Severino, honestly? Like yeah, what that, could that they? What, what? Who? I. I mean, would would another team think maybe we can fix him? But I mean, it feels like a big fix. He is just lost. His. I felt bad for him in his post game, and we've said this a couple times after a few of his starts. But I felt really bad for him in his post game the other night because he's just he has no idea what's going on. Like it's just it's inexplicable how bad he is right now. Um, I feel like you could probably get something back for Bader, Peralta, and IKF more than you could for Seve. Um, yeah. Maybe if you package Seve with someone else, but I don't understand. I just can't imagine someone wanting him right now. He's yeah, just it's so not like, bad. 
it's not like wow wandy's so so worth getting this high leverage reliever we'll take on the salary and we'll take it on. like that's that doesn't make much sense right yeah <laughs> like not that well, i mean wandy's been good this year it's just like it's not you know it's it's not the best closer and it's not hater you know it's not like right. josh hater here that we're talking yeah. about um yeah. i mean after last night's game I, I mean there's a lot to talk about that game just what in the world happened a uh, five <laughs> five to one loss to the to the rays and look you're going up against tyler glass now and boy his slider was on point last night i mean he was very tyler glass now last night and he needed a few starts to get to that point and he's worked his way up to being tyler glass now again because he missed those first almost two months of the season and yeah i mean you know people keep joking about how bad the yankees are and how they keep getting shut out you know this is the 500th time this season that the Yankees have only scored two or fewer runs against a starter or a starter has gone seven innings and only given up two yeah. runs. But at least in this case, it was Tyler Glass now and not some unknown dude with a seven ERA. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to look at the bright side of things. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bright side. Yikes. Uh, Johnny <laughs> Brito Stace gets called up. Herman gets scratched. Brito goes four innings, six hits, a bunch of homers, five earned, four Ks. He gives a, a two-run shot in the first to Brandon Lau. Uh, that was the sinker up in the zone. That was like, what, 95, 96, and it just mm -hmm. missed. Uh, curve, ball left hanging up in the zone to Wander Franco. And the third, that was a solo shot. And then, I mean, it was like almost identical picture pitches to Isak Paredes and Josh Lowe, or Lau, middle, middle sinkers, like just – not flat, but like dropped exactly like I think it's him. Josh Lowe and Brandon Lau, right? I think one's Lau, one's Lowe. And one's brothers with another Lowe on Texas. It's so confusing. There are too many guys with the same kinds of names on these yeah. teams. I don't know. I, I go to Home Depot, <laughs> so I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, okay. D we got an elephant here. D yeah. Domingo Herman. What in what happened there? I what happened there? That feels like such a strange misstep that he gets scratched yet pitches in the game in relief. I, I truly don't understand what happened there. It's so embarrassing. It's embarrassing what this team is doing right now. Why would you, why? You scratched him. Why would you bring him in? Put, I mean, I know you don't want to ruin the bullpen for the rest of the series, but like you said, he was scratched. He can't make the start. He has something in his armpit. You could have come out just before the game and said, oh, by the way, the doctor cleared him, so we're going to use him, which still would have been like, what? But it would have made more sense instead of doing it without letting anyone know. Yeah, like for like a last like a last minute situation, it's like, yo, Brito's already warming up, like, we'll just yeah. let him go, and then like that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, but even still, because you send Marinaccio down right. to make the space for Brito, so Marinaccio has to be down for 10 days now. Cause he got options. So he can't get mm. called back in 10 days. And I get it. He pitched through like 30 something pitches the other day. Right. Yeah. So he wasn't available for today, probably uh, for, for Monday or probably Tuesday, but that's two of eight of 10 days. But yeah. so, okay, let, let's just go to what Greg Joyce said uh, that Boone said after the game, Greg Joyce beat writer said, Herman got cleared by the team doctor after he saw him in the five o'clock hour threw off the mound briefly around six and was deemed available out of the bullpen. So yes, his like Boone's media availability is before that. So I get that aspect of it. I but mean, could PR have said something? Like, could they have said something over I, the I mean, last? They could always say the, something. 
in yeah, the press box to. or something like what <laughs> i don't know how that works i've never been in a press box so i don't know yeah i mean yeah they make announcements like that that's a weird one but right so, i mean the right. whole situation's weird like why if he was not feeling good and couldn't play catch on sunday why didn't he see a doctor before then right and where was he was he throwing the bullpen out in the bullpen or was he under the stands in the bullpen because I don't understand how people didn't see him in the bullpen. Wouldn't someone have seen? <laughs> like, I don't, I just, don't get any it felt, of it. Yeah, it's really. I don't get any of it. Yeah. And then he threw out, yeah, threw off the mound briefly around six o'clock, mm-hmm. which unless, I mean, I guess Brito's probably already going through the motions at that point. Yeah. But what the more, more the point of it here is now your rotation's weird. Right. What happens to your rotation now? Because yeah. you can't. I, because I, someone's gonna have to pitch on short rest now, right? Because either se- if you're gonna take the Sevy spot, which is the next, would be the make make the most sense oh, yeah, because Sevy right. pitched on Sunday. Yeah. So someone's gonna go short rest, and they pitched almost the exact same amount of time. Like like Herman looked good; he went five scoreless, and he looked good. But Brito went four. Are you gonna option Brito back for Vasquez, maybe, and get that uh. back in line? Like now it's just a mess. Now it's just a mess. <laughs> Yeah, just in time for the two more games against the Rays and uh, four against Houston. It's perfect yeah. timing. <laughs> hey, the bullpen's rested, I guess. The bullpen's rested. Cool. But I mean, well, I mean, it does matter, but, you know, it really doesn't because if the offense isn't doing anything, it's like, great, the bullpen's <laughs> doing great. But <laughs> hey, if the Yankees mean? give up two runs, they're not going to score more than two runs. <laughs> Jake Bowers, solo shot, hanging curveball I... on glass now on an 0-2 count, no less. Hey. I said it on Twitter. There's the lone run for the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, Stace. I don't know. It, it was a it was a strange day. Yeah. It was a strange, strange day from a couple of moves in, in around baseball and then to go to the Joel Sherman report. Now go to Herman scratched, Brito's up, Brito's starting, Herman's coming in. Like it's just it I I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. I've been watching um, this team for forty years. Like, you know, knowingly watching them. I watched them when I was little, but don't really remember much. I've never, I, I even in the worst years, I don't remember anything this weird. It's just it really weird. strange. It's odd. It's odd. <laughs> Maybe I mean, Domingo John having to run across the George Washington Bridge because there was too much traffic and he was going to miss his start. He literally ran across the bridge and someone drove him to Yankee Stadium from Washington Heights. That may have been the weirder thing out of the last 40 something years but this was pretty close (laughs) pretty close pretty close uh hey don't forget we're live streaming today so if you're watching this the day it comes out which is tuesday august 1st the deadline we are live streaming at the deadline 5 15 eastern remember the deadline got pushed back because it makes a whole bunch of sense and it doesn't ruin everybody's day uh (laughs) but we are live streaming at 5 15 eastern (laughs) i'm gonna sing that to the cows come home stays uh but well yeah we'll be live streaming on our youtube channel again if you're our audio listeners check out the episode description and of course just hit subscribe if you're new around here on youtube Uh, you can also like hit a reminder on that link to that uh, it's already made it's already scheduled you'll see it uh yeah we're gonna do that to later today here 5 15 eastern coming up still on this episode on this show we're gonna talk about the candelario trade and some of the fallout and where that may leave the yankees here as potential sellers
Here at Locked On Yankees, we think buying baseball tickets shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Steve's used game time for tickets this season a lot, and it's been extremely simple. They take all the work out of buying tickets, so all you do is tap a few times and you're in. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to just the moments before first pitch, so you can literally walk up to the stadium and go in. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for other events, too, like football, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With their lowest price guarantee and even event cancellation protection, Game Time is the best place to buy tickets in just a matter of seconds. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, that's code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Back now on today's Locked On Yankees. Hey, don't forget, Yankees, Rays, Game 2. If you just like can't bear to watch it, if you have to close your eyes as you watch it, you can at least throw John and Susan on the SiriusXM. <laughs> so you download the SiriusXM app today for free. You can get a free trial basically anywhere. Hey, also, don't forget, coming up later today, 5.15 Eastern on YouTube, live stream, Stacy, me, talking all trades, everything, not just Yankee stuff. We'll be answering your questions and just reacting to everything as it comes through. Of course, we'll hang out a little bit past the deadline. You guys know how trades kind of come out after the fact. So we'll be on for about an hour or so. Uh, so come hang out with us on YouTube. Should be a whole bunch of fun. You guys can drop questions and stuff like that. Stacy, okay. Uh, so there were a handful of trades on Monday, uh, a day before the deadline. The one that made the most sense to me uh, was the Jamer Candelario trade at the third baseman going from the Nationals to the Cubs. Look, Candelario isn't you know this massive impact maker. Uh, the Cubs obviously have decided to go in, which I think is a good decision if you're the Cubs. Uh, they end up sending DJ Hers and Kevin May to starter and a shortstop. So. The weird part of this, Stacy, there was a report on The Athletic that came out after the deal. There was like a grades thing. I think it was Brittany Giroli, if I, if I remember correctly, that, uh, that made this article saying that, quote, the Yankees, despite persistent rumors, were never serious suitors. Now, given light of the Joel Sherman report that the Yankees are at least entertaining the thought of selling what assets they have, that makes sense, right? And that right. Because they could have matched that. Yeah. They could have matched that. Yeah. But, you know, Josh Donaldson was taking batting practice today for some reason. I, <laughs> I mean, that's he's another 16, thing. so it's, it's really, he can't do much. That's another odd thing that happened today, or Monday. It was a really weird, July 30, 31st was a very strange day in Yankee land. Because when I saw that tweet, I was like, are they thinking that they're going to, I, but they they can't activate him because he's on the 60 no, right no yeah, not until can't. september so what i don't understand what the <laughs> point is were they putting him on display like hey <laughs> maybe someone else can take him <laughs> like i don't get it i don't I understand don't it's uh, very weird of course the the mets shipped mark canada the brewers for justin jarvis that would have been a Fairly simple swap, too, for the Yankees. They could have made that move. Had they wanted to, they could have matched that one. Uh, A.J. Pollock and Mark Mathias to the Giants from the Mariners. The Mariners, 
not, I wouldn't say like 100% out, but like they're not super believing in this team, which makes sense. They've had a, a down year. Well, they also uh, traded uh, their closer. So again, yeah. Yeah. So it's that's like second time in three years. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of them being like, all right, we're going to have to start this over again. And then, yeah. um, you soft, know, the Randall, Randall Grichik and CJ Crone going from the Rockies to your team. <laughs> Is that where they went? <laughs> yes. You know, Randall Grichick was Grichick yeah. homered on Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Grichick was linked with the Yankees or like a possibility where people were like, oh, he could work as a left fielder sort of thing. So a lot yeah. of these people that were mentioned in the same breath as the Yankees gone off the board. Yeah. I don't think. And so here, here's something we haven't really we've said to each other, but we haven't really said on the show. It's a weak market this year. Let, let's yeah. be real. Let's be real. There's <laughs> it is once once Bellinger got pulled and once Giolito got traded, it was like, all right, what's the, not what's scraps, left? but like what's left? Yeah, what's left? Right. Yeah. Those were the two big ones. Once they pulled Bellinger, that meant Stroman's gone. Giolito traded early. Yeah. Moustakis was shipped off a long time ago. Like yeah. it, it, by the time we got to the deadline this year is, is pretty weak. So weirdly enough, Stacey, that this is kind of what I wanted to get to. If the Yankees were thinking, eh, this year anyway, hmm. they are kind of weirdly positioned to be, I'm not going to say like, you know, the card counters here, but may have some of the best assets now. Not that they have great assets right now to sell, but you think about who potentially could go. I think Wandy Peralta is legit for someone who's looking for a seventh inning guy. Yeah uh ikf if you're looking for bench help yeah and now he plays a whole bunch of positions that he didn't play before and he has yeah. more experience in those positions so another team could definitely use him for at least what four positions at this time and he's a reliever also so you know <laughs> <laughs> yep mop-up duty if you need it um yeah i mean we've talked about Sevy already but I mean, Bader could could be something. I think if the Yankees do just, I, I, I let me say this. I think they should just do it. They should, but they won't. I, think I don't think they you, will. <laughs> I think they need to get to the point here where you're not, because calling them sellers feels weird. And not just for the Yankees stuff, but just because there's not much, not a ton of great stuff to sell. But yeah. I think what what kind of uh, my mentality here is, the you need to think of the Yankees as buying prospects. Mm not necessarily selling guys. I think you ship off a baiter and you go, all right, we'll eat X amount of mill for it. And, but we, that means we take like you, you, you sweeten the pot here with these players that are like, I again, think Peralta is probably the best thing here that yeah. you could sell. Uh, what you do with that though, is we will pay this much of that contract, but because we're paying that much of the contract, we need this. Right. Yeah. I think that's the mentality the Yankees need to go out here with the deadline. Yeah. I just, I don't think they will. The problem is, as much as I keep joking about how they should just blow everything up, because I've been doing that a lot, they can't. You can't blow everything up because when a team blows everything up, it takes a little while to rebuild. You can't take a little while to do a full rebuild when you have Aaron Judge signed for nine years and Garrett Cole on his, you can't waste those guys. And the Yankees know that. And it's just so frustrating that they probably should have done some sort of a rebuild a few years ago, like a total 
but they'll never do it because they're the Yankees. But you see other teams do complete rebuilds. And when they come back, they win. You have Houston. You have Boston. Boston does it all the time. <laughs> Boston always feels like they do really badly one year and then the next year, hey, miraculously, they win the World Series. Yankees yeah. can't and won't do that. Um, so, yeah, they'll sell possibly, but it's not really like how another team would sell. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting really... you point to the Red Sox there. Today. I think that's really interesting that you do that because I think that does prove and you've seen it with some other teams that you don't have to, like you said, blow it all up. Like you don't have to do that. It, like we, we've kind of gotten to the point, like the Cubs and Astros, like of the early 2010s, like made us believe that that was the only way to right. rebuild. Right. Yeah. You tank you, for like you, five years, build yeah. up all those picks and then build your that's, farm system. Yeah. That's the word tank. Like yeah. rebuild does not equal tank. Right. Right. You don't, mm -hmm. they, th those aren't synonymous. Like they sometimes go hand in hand, but they don't always have to. Right. So right. I think the Yankees could with some savvy movement, we've seen other teams do it, figure out a way to go. All right. Hey, cut our losses this year. It's all right. Look, you can't win every year. It's not physically possible. That's how baseball is. That's how sports is, but you can be smart about how you move forward in this situation. Like, saving face is doesn't do anything for anybody right, right? right. doesn't do anything doesn't help anybody so it's okay to admit you're wrong it's okay to admit your mistakes and i think the yankees need to do that the mets and, did why can't the yankees do it and and just realistically retool not rebuild retool. right reboot retool not a full rebuild but do something a little more than what they're doing yeah like than treading you know, water they're like, and they're almost like fixing leaks in a wall, but not using like they're using like bubble gum instead of what you should use to fix a leak in the wall. I just, but I feel like this can't happen with Brian Cashman there. And we can get into that another time, but I feel like there needs to be a clean sweep up top in order for the Yankees to fix things because until they do that, it's not happening. Well, if the Yankees keep playing like they did last night, there may be a clean sweep. We're going to step <laughs> aside. We have a preview of game two against the Tampa Bay Rays when we come back. Back now on Lockdown Yankees. Don't forget the Rays series game two tonight on Sirius XM. Download it now. Sirius XM app is available. It's going to be Zach Eflin versus Carlos Rodon on the mound. Uh, Rodon's coming off a nice one. Yep. Coming off a nice one. Zach Eflin's yep. good. Been good. Still yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, not glass now good, but you know, good. Mm -hmm. The Rays are the Rays are stronger, even though they've had a real tough stretch since the break. No one's had a tougher stress than the uh, stretch than the Yankees yeah. offensively. I mean, they're they're doing worse than the A's and the Royals at this point offensively. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> well, that's look at you bringing up offense. I feel like we're really on cue today, Stace. <laughs> I wanted to talk about lineup changes uh, mm. because, I mean, I forget who it was. Some beat writers sent something out yesterday that, like, you can't keep running Rizzo out there in the three spot, which, like, no, can you argue you against that? Not really. You, you can't no. argue against that. We said it on yesterday's show. He's the worst hitter in baseball since early May. The worst. There's no one worse than him. And you're putting him at three. And then you're putting Stanton who's below 200 at the four. You have to break those two up in some way. You can't have them back to back. Yeah. Not with the way they're not doing things right now. Yeah. Let me, let me, I'm pulling up uh, last night's starting lineup. 
Uh, Glaber, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, DJ, Bowers, Bader, Volpe, Rortvet. What what changes? I mean, look, I mean, you're 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 playing with with dynamites here. So like, it's I don't know if there's like this in, incredible secret key to unlock the success of this lineup. But there are things I think you can do. I mean, the way Glaber's swinging right now, yes, I know he went over last night, but like, do you put him in the three? And I was then thinking put, DJ one be up there. I was thinking DJ one, Judge two, Glaber three. Ugh. That's the thing you need. You need Rizzo. Like you need him, right? That's the problem here. Is you have yeah, to have the, him. Yeah, because then you put if you put Stanton four, you have to put Rizzo five. You can't put him six, can you? <laughs> yeah, this is I mean, okay. You know what? I don't envy Aaron Boone having to try and put this. I'll I'll admit it. I I, I don't envy you, Mister Boone, because trying to put these guys. Yeah into an order that you think can spark something seems impossible with the way some of these guys are doing lately. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's so hard when everybody is not swinging well, cause yeah. it's impossible. Like <laughs> it, it doesn't matter which order you put them in. So yeah, yeah like I, I've said this year, like, look, criticize Boone when you want and, and that's fine. And I think there's times when it's warranted, but like when it comes to lineup or construction, I mean, what, three hits, who cares what order it comes in? Right. Like there's yeah. not much you can do in that regard. Because uh, like, and then your bench options are like, look again. No offense to Greg Allen, but like, that's your bench option. If you're like, well, Bader, Bader's not swinging it, so I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put Greg Allen, and it's like, <laughs> Greg Allen's like, your odds aren't getting much better there. Like, he's fast, and, and look, he's probably. But he needs decent, to get on base. <laughs> but he's got to get Yeah, so it's just yeah, you're, you're you're trying to win an impossible game. You're trying to to beat a puzzle. You're trying to solve a puzzle that doesn't have all the pieces. Right. So how are you supposed to do it? Uh, I mean, there can be smarter moves to be made in in that being get Rizzo out of the three spot. Yes. Put Glaber there. That's your best chance. That's your best option right now. I think that yeah. the Yankees end up selling and, and we're talking blow up here. I think you sell it and, and you do like a 40 man Florial, get him up there. Like, just do that and and see what you have see what right. you have for 2024 right like if you if you get chaparro up and you get defoe up and or you know whatever you end up doing here if you end up selling an arm see what beaters got in the show like let them do it and and figure that kind of stuff out i just thought of something joe tory infamously put a rod in the sixth spot in the playoffs in 06 and people were like oh. and it was a down year for a rod but it wasn't as down as what Anthony Rizzo is doing this year and now that I'm thinking about it put him down further I mean you know put I guess keep Stanton at four I yeah, guess see, that's like what do you do with Stanton he looks oh. so lost at the plate there are I nights know. where he looks okay he has a couple good swings but man he's off balance he's still not adjusting to off-speed stuff like, like does I, he need I, glasses <laughs> It's, like, is this a wild thing? You know what? You know, you know situation? what? Look, that's not, I don't think that's too far off base. I'm and not, it feels I mean, like I'm, it. I, I just have a weird anecdote for that. I was covering baseball a couple of years ago, and there was a guy on the team who, who is now, I believe, in the Cardinals system, got drafted by the Cardinals, and is a good hitter. He was like Florida State League hitter of the week a couple of weeks ago, whatever. But he had like a real down, I think it was his junior year. And I'm like, man, what's going on with this kid? He did, couldn't get his contacts, literally, his contacts, like they weren't making them anymore or whatever. Like he couldn't get the ones that he needed. I was like, oh, man, wow. this kid's batting like 190. Like he was like a 300 hitter last year. He was hitting bombs on the right, smoking the baseball. What happened to this kid? Oh, wow. Yeah. So 
look, I don't think that's what's going on with Sten, but that, you're not too far off base. That can happen. That can yeah. happen. There have been guys that have gotten like LASIK, right? Like get LASIK and like, oh, I can see again. This is great. There's not three baseballs coming at me anymore. So <laughs> uh, this, this episode brought to you by LASIK yeah. surgery. Yeah, that's the situation. <laughs> I will never stop laughing. Like, can we... <laughs> send like a secret note to the yankees like maybe you should examine stanton's eyes because he's just like or just everyone's yeah because they're so bad like like not to bring this up but i am 2019 when boone had that savages and my guys are savages in the box those guys were so much better at at bats and they're not anymore like some of their at bats are absolutely horrifically terrible you know like yeah. it's just Oh, I miss the days of them grinding out at bats. It doesn't happen yeah. anymore. We'll see. Game two tonight, 7.05, first pitch, Rodone, Eflin. Buckle up, folks, because right before that first pitch, deadline. And again, we're going to be live. We're going to be live. Yep. We'll be hanging out with you. So it's going to act like a de facto pregame for you guys as well. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about the Yankees and, of course, everything else that's going on in baseball if anything happens or if we have a dud of a deadline. That's coming up today. Again, 5.15. We'll start live on YouTube. You can drop your questions down below for Fan Mail Friday. You can join our subtext. All the info is in the episode description down below. And that's going to do it for today's Locked On Yankees. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We will see you tomorrow at the deadline. <laughs>